Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes, my co-host Pim Fox, on vacation this week. Are you at the highest end of the travel market where the normal rules no longer apply? Or do you just think you'd love to be? Well, then you want to be listening to the guests coming up on Taking Stock Now. It's Notabeni. They give ultra-high net worth clients opportunities for experiences and reservations that other luxury travelers, no matter how frequent, could ever, ever buy. Anthony Lastman is the co-founder of this firm, and he's going to be joining us to talk about his business. But I'm just going to have to ask him, what are his clients saying? about Brexit and what does it mean to him? Luxury travel costs a lot. Let's get to Charlie Pellet now. He's in the Bloomberg newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you very much, Kathleen Hayes. The Bears continue to travel on this Monday with the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all growling on Wall Street. Right now, the S&P down 39 points, a drop there of 1.9%, a drop there of uh, of, uh, 38 points to 1998. We've got NASDAQ down 114 points, a drop of 2.4%. Dow Industrials down 285, a decline of 1.6%. The 10-year up 29.30 seconds, looking at a yield of 1.45%. Gold right now up $6.1328 the ounce. For gold, that is a gain of 5 tenths of 1%. Crude oil uh, down $1.23 a barrel, 46.41 right now on West Texas Intermediate Crude. That is a drop of 2.6%. The aftershocks of the U.K.'s vote to leave the E.U. continue to reverberate. This morning, we sat down with the former chairman of the Federal Reserve, Alan Greenspan. He was on Bloomberg Surveillance talking about Brexit fallout. I wouldn't be that concerned about the currency because there's not all that much you're going to be able to do about it. The effect of the the pound sterling against the U.S. dollar, uh, that is as much are doing as it is theirs. And his comments part of a Bloomberg Breakfast conversation hosted by Bloomberg 99.1 this morning in Washington. Again, recapping S&P down 1.8%, gold up 0.5%. And at 2.32 on Wall Street now, let's take a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Julie Hyman. The Supreme Court has struck down a Texas law regulating abortion clinics. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has more. The justices voted 5-3 in favor of striking down the Texas law. Their protesters called a thinly veiled attempt to make it harder for women to get an abortion. Justice Stephen Breyer's majority opinion for the court held that the regulations are medically unnecessary and unconstitutionally limit a woman's right to an abortion. The Texas rules required doctors who performed abortions to have admitting privileges at nearby hospitals and forced clinics to meet hospital-like standards for outpatient surgery. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. Hillary Clinton on the campaign trail in Cincinnati took the stage with Elizabeth Warren. The Massachusetts senator offered a harsh critique of Donald Trump, calling him a, quote, small, insecure money grubber fighting only for himself. Ten people were stabbed and beaten after a white nationalist group's rally outside the California state capitol turned violent on Sunday. Tony Wenning says he and his 15-year-old son were attacked, although they were just there as bystanders. They splashed splashed crap all over me. They were hitting me with a stick or attempting to. I didn't get with the stick, poking me back. So... So you're, you're here's your peaceful protesters. 
police are investigating. Authorities are warning New Yorkers against bogus Buddhist monks. They are asking the public not to be fooled by some of the men decked out in orange robes, carrying shiny medallions, and offering greetings of peace. The Buddhist Council of New York says some of the men soliciting donations are, quote, fake monks looking to make a quick buck. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Julie Hyman. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping stocks lower with the S&P 500 index now down 1.9% to 1999. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. There's luxury travel and then there's luxury travel. And we're speaking now with a man who is co-founder of a company that takes luxury travel to the highest of heights. Anthony Lassman joins us now. As I said, co-founder of Notabene Global. They are based in London and New York. And we're going to find out about how he started the company, what he does. And, of course, I'm going to be asking him, because he lives right in the center of London, what about Brexit for him his fellow countrymen, and his business. Anthony, welcome. It's great to have you in studio. Nice to be here. It's always lovely to be in New York. Notabene Global, what are you and what do you do? Notabene Global is a management company of fine travel and lifestyle for the ultra-high net worths. It is for experiences that generally cannot be found that easily with travel agents, concierge services, uh, and online services. So uh, what? give me an example right now of something I could do uh, if I had the, the means to, to book one of your trips. Give me something that is, an example of something that is so unique you can't find it anywhere else. Well, before, while I was having lunch before I came here, I was just sharing something that I experienced a few years ago, which was having lunch with the Chatelaine of Smith-Haute-Lafitte, uh, the uh, well-known uh, winery in, in uh, western France, and her husband. And by coincidence, we came into contact with each other. They invited me to their beautiful chateau and then for a picnic on their private island in the Garonne River. What was so unique about that was that we uh, met for drinks at the chateau and then we cycled down to the riverbank and we got into a very small, uh, very um, un, un um, what is the word? I mean, it was a very simple boat, effectively with an outboard motor. And we went across to their private island, which is an uninhabited, very simple island. And what struck me was the nature, the peace, the solitude. They had a little cabin on the lake where they brought with everything for a picnic and, of course, their wonderful wines. So there we were sitting, looking out onto the lake with a beautiful bottle of Smith Haute Lafitte and barbecued meat. and, Mm. and, uh, And I thought... You can't buy this. And I, as we were discussing it, they said, look, if there are like-minded people who would want this kind of experience, then obviously very selectively contact us. What is the business model? You pay people like the, that, you know, the Louis Rodor family, if I want to drink champagne with them, exactly. for example. You pay them and then your clients pay you. How does this work? 
No, the business model is effectively that people pay us an annual fee in the same way that people would pay for management of anything, whether it's asset management, whether it's any form of um, uh, highly experienced service. So we are charging people fees to become private clients and depending on their needs and how many people, because we have family offices, will be that will depend on how much per year they are paying. They will then be quoted a fee for whatever trip they are doing and they will pay and... And they will pay. And they will pay. Yes. And you have uh, more than about 6,000 clients? No. We have 6,000 who are on our database followers. They are followers of Nota Bene. Okay. And our actual clients are within the hundreds because we like to know every single client individually and to understand their needs and what it is that, that they are looking for. So we couldn't possibly deal with thousands as private uh, clients under management. So uh, there's a lot of competition in luxury. How do you set yourself apart? There's a huge amount of competition. I think, you know, I I was originally for many, many years in the real estate uh, industry, so I'm not a travel person per se. I went in to travel, you could say, as a sort of midlife crisis career change. Uh, my wife actually challenged me. Uh, I found so many people to whom I uh, deferred never told me what I really wanted to know. How blue is the sea? Will I see another building on the horizon? Uh, tell me where is the best view? What kind of clientele will I find there? What kind of experience could I have that are not manufactured? And so that is why I decided to take the challenge and create this. I'm not worried so much about competition. There will always be competition. Are you at all worried, and you've got about 30 seconds left, about the Brexit vote, the reverberations in markets? This is hitting banks, etc. Is this an issue for your business and actually for your citizenship as, as a member of the United Kingdom? Look, we're obviously shocked. It wasn't the, it wasn't the result that we were expecting. Uh, the reverberations that you have referred to are evidently very serious and people are focusing now on what are the next steps and what to do. I would say that our area of the market for travel and lifestyle is the most immune. And I don't believe that people are going to stop traveling. If people need to communicate for business, they can do it on their yacht, in their villa, etc. They may go away a little bit less uh, frequently, but I don't feel that there will be a major effect. Well, uh, I'm, we're going to keep track of you. You can track this for us in the UK, certainly in luxury travel, thanks to Anthony Lastman, co-founder of Notabene Global. I'm Kathleen Hayes. This is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. A Supreme Court decision striking down Texas abortion limits. We're going to be speaking to BNA correspondent Kim Robinson now on Bloomberg Radio.